All right, I'm John Jorgensen, and welcome to another episode of the Go With John Show. Today, we have Rob Moore with us from Beltway Pools. Welcome, Rob. Thank you, John. So, Rob, tell us uh, a little bit about just, just a real quick synopsis on what does your company do? Give us kind of the cliff notes here at the beginning yeah. of the show. So, we're a pool service company um, for residential pools primarily. Okay. We do um, maintenance, repairs. Um, you know, pool cleanings, we do renovations on existing pools. Right. Um, we are not a pool builder. Right. Um, but other than that, once your pool's built, we can pretty much take care of anything. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so everything from renovations to maintenance, and then you have, you have regular pool like service contracts. So if somebody has a pool, you'll come in once a week. Do you come once a week, once a month? How do you guys do that? Um, we have packages. Uh, we have weekly packages. We have bi-weekly packages. It really depends on, uh, the customer and their know-how to maintain the pool, um, themselves gotcha um, you know sometimes we just go open their pool and winterize it at the end of the year they take care of the rest okay um sometimes they know what to do but they're you know people in this area are constantly traveling and they just need a, a little bit of help so right. you know we'll go bi-weekly for them yeah. um and then some people have no idea what they're doing and you know we go weekly to you know basically take care of the whole process yeah that would be me i have no yeah. idea <laughs> so so how did you get into the pool business Oh, uh, this was about 15 years ago. Um, I was uh, on low times at that point, and uh, my mother actually was a uh, property manager at one of the local communities in Alexandria. Okay. And uh, her pool company, the owner of the current pool company she was with, uh, maintaining the commercial pools with apartment buildings, HOAs right. and stuff. He said he was looking for people. I needed a job at the time. Right. And the rest is history. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So, so um, what what is what is what is it you like best about work? Like, what has kept you in the business for all these years? Um, you know, uh, money's good. Um, yeah. That's one for sure. I mean, um, you know, it's it's a niche I fell into. You know, uh, I didn't think I'd be doing this fifteen later, fifteen years later, if you would have asked me. Yeah. Um, but you know, you you stick to something, you develop a skill set. It almost becomes such an investment that, you know, you're just like, you know, I don't want to start over with something else. Right. So that's pretty much. I mean, what I like about it the most uh, is probably what I dislike about it the most. Sometimes, you know, you just never know what to expect day to day. Right. It's, uh, you know, so many situations are different. Um, you do get to meet a lot of interesting people, you know, form some relationships with them. Yeah. Um, you know, personally, the part I like the best is probably, you know, talking to pleasant customers and, right. you know, forming relationships with them. I, I truly enjoy that. Yeah. So what do, um, so when you and I were speaking yesterday on the phone, we talked about, you know, some of the things that, that you kind of come across because you guys do renovations. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most interesting things that, that I would like to learn today is what, what are the types of things that have, that what, what types of mistakes have people made in building their pools that you've had to come back and and kind of fix uh, yeah. when, when you do the renovation? What goes wrong with with initial builds that you have to renovate? Um, well, a lot of the pools, uh, you know, you'll find different. I mean, there's so many pool builders, you know, and everybody does things a little different. Right. And um, it's not necessarily right or wrong or, you know, something that's messed up can be cleaned up um, yeah. or fixed. A lot of the renovations we do primarily are pools that have been built and they've 
you know, stood the test of time. They've exhausted the materials that are on their pool, and mm-hmm. it's time to, you know, give it a facelift. So um, there is so many. I mean, to, you know, sum it up with our limited time, I would say, um, you know, the three primary things on a renovation are your coping stones around your pool, right. your tiles around your pool, right. and your plaster surface. Um, so, you know, when you're looking at your plaster surface, a lot of times, you know, the, the surfaces get worn down, um, plaster starts to get more porous, mm-hmm. uh, algae will settle in, you'll get blooms everywhere of algae, mm-hmm. uh, the pool becomes harder to maintain. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, you know, with tile and coping, um, you know, you usually have caulk joints behind your coping. Um, if it gets worn down, you know, it's over the weather, you should replace it every couple of years. Mm-hmm. We run into customers that don't do that and or they weren't recommended by their um, the company maintaining it. Mm-hmm. And or they just don't approve it when you're recommending. That happens a lot. Sure. What ends up happening is, you know, water can get behind the pool shell. Um, you know, then you get freeze expansion in the winter. Right. You start creating, you know, hollow areas under your stones, behind your tiles. You know, tile starts to fall off the pool. Um, and at that point, you know, you're you're at a uh, – anytime you maintain a pool, you should – really you know keep up with the maintenance it's like changing the oil in your car Mm -hmm. if you don't change your oil in your car you're gonna blow a head gasket or something and it's gonna cost you even more money to fix it so Mm -hmm. i urge customers that if you are in a situation where you're recommended by a pool company i mean you can get a second opinion if you would like but you should go ahead and take care of the problem while it's going to be cheaper to fix right so you think so one of the big things I hear is the caulking under the coping. Is that is that kind of a big deal? Yeah, is that, right, yeah. Is right, it expensive right to, behind to the replace coping. that? No, I would say on average. I mean, you know, expensive is relative to who you're talking to. Sure, sure. Um, you know, I, I would say you know on an average size residential pool, you're looking at around a thousand dollars to rip out the caulk. Um, right. You know, but a lot of times when we're proposing stuff, and this is all over the pool industry, and I think this is. Ex- important for pool owners to understand um a lot of prices that pool companies provide uh appear very expensive Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of things you do on a pool look simple to the eye but are more intricate when you get into it right you know when you take out caulking you know you have to wait for the joint to dry out you don't want to necessarily just rip it out and install it the same day um it's not gonna hold up it's gonna bubble you know you don't want to do it when the temperature's too cold you know in the springtime um you know, that's when the weather's a little unpredictable. You don't know. It's probably the most unpredictable weather of the year. You get rain unexpectedly. You, you know, you get freezing temperatures at night sometimes. Sometimes it's great. Um, and, 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 you know, we have to conform to that. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of juggling and maintaining a balance. You know, um, in the pool industry, you have probably until, you know, from like February, March until May or June to really – um, you have to like February, March till May or June to really, you know, make your money, do your business, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, once the summer hits a lot of times, I mean, you know, you'll get a few jobs here and there, but it's mostly maintaining the pools that are up and running. Right. Everybody wants pools open around Memorial day or right before Memorial day. Right. And, you know, pool companies, to you know make a living you have to take on as many jobs as possible right in that small frame of time yeah and yeah. that's everybody so you know 
we do the best we can, all of us in, in the industry, not just us. And, you know, uh, sometimes customers will run a little impatient, um, you know, but we're doing the best we can with what we're, you know, dealt. In the past couple of years uh, with COVID hitting, there's been a lot of uh, shortages on chemicals. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of, um, you know, problems in that area obtaining parts, materials. Right. Um, you know, resin was a shortage, you know. Yeah. Resin's made for PVC plumbing. Yeah. And, you know, so therefore, price goes up. Yep. Um, then our price passes on to the customer. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, but that's just the nature of it. You know, computer chips, those have been a big problem. A lot of our salt generators and people like salt systems or our pool heaters, they -hmm. require chips. Yeah. Um, So, you know, we get shortages of that. So, um, you know, we do the best we can with what we're dealing with. But if you're dealing with a company that's having problems getting stuff, um, I'd try to encourage you to stick it out with them. Yeah. Because chances are, if you go somewhere else, you're going to run into the same Same problem, problem, whether they tell you that or not. Right, right. So what is uh, so? Let's talk a little bit about saltwater pools versus uh, freshwater pools, because I know there's been a big transition over the last decade, really, uh, from people going to the uh, saltwater pools. So, what's your opinion on the two? Are there pros and cons, or? Yeah, well, if you ask different people, you'll get two different answers. Sure. You know? So, but um, what do you think? Well. Customers, uh, or sorry, pool contractors, you know, and naturally, I think in any industry, they like to recommend and work with what they're familiar with. Right. Um, you know, salt has been around for a while, but in the grand scheme of things, it's relatively new. Sure. Um, you know, people like salt because it softens the water. Yeah. It's less irritable on their skin. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know is that when you um, are using a salt system, you add salt to the pool, it passes through a generator called a salt cell, yeah. and it generates it into chlorine. Right. <laughs> so you're still getting the chlorine in the pool, but right. um, salt cells are beneficial because it's more, it makes the pool more self-maintainable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't have to make chemical adjustments as much. Mm-hmm. Um, salt is corrosive. If you have salt and uh, add a salt system and you have a heater, uh, with copper tubes, which is mostly what they'll install. If you don't have a salt system, you need to switch over to you know a titanium uh, um, heater with a titanium heat exchanger or uh, Cooper nickel tubes, so right. it can sustain uh, you know and, and last more than two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, opposed to a copper tubing, which salt's going to corrode and rust. Mm-hmm. It's going to bleed stains into your pla- uh, into your pool onto your plaster. Mm. Um, so from that standpoint. I encourage everybody to go salt right now, um, especially because of the chlorine shortage. Right. Um, salt is still available um, in good quantity, um, you know, and depending on the electrical situation you have at your pool, you know, you can get a brand new salt system for around $3,000. Um, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, that takes out the, the chlorine usage. A lot of companies last year, we, we had calls for um, – probably in like August, I would say, mm-hmm. from a lot of customers that were like, um, or, or pool owners that were using another company and they said, hey, my uh, company ran out of chlorine, they can't maintain my pool anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we took on what we could, but, you know, we were with that challenge too. Thank God we made it through the summer. 
Um, but you know, if you get the salt, you have less problems to worry about with that. Right. When you sell your house, it's more attractive. You know, if you say I have a salt water pool, you know, whether people know what it is or not, they know the reputation of it. They know the stereotype of it. Yeah. They're going to want to buy that house. Um, you know, with knowing there's a salt water pool. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. Uh, that's good information. So I think you sounds like you, if you were going to put a pool in your house, would it be salt water or fresh water? Um, I'd probably go with the, the salt water because okay. I, I have access to the direct pricing. So <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. This is a great spot for us to take a quick break. I'm uh, John Jorgensen. We'll be right back with we'll be back with more with Rob Moore from Beltway Pool. Stay tuned. This is John Jorgensen with the Go With John Show, and we're back with Rob Moore and, and Beltway Pool. So, Rob, tell us a little bit about uh, when you do some renovations and you go in there, what kind of general design flaws do you have to overcome? What, what have you run into that, that maybe the original builder didn't get quite right that, that you've got to correct? Well, I think the more fair way to approach this is if – you're planning to get a pool. Let's start with the, you know, bef you know, the first step. Right. Um, I would talk to the pool builder. Placement of the pool is very important. Right. You, know? you don't want a pool very close to your house. You know, okay. if it leaks, you know, you, you, I've seen flooded basements. Before. I have seen that too. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. that flood restoration gets expensive. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. So, you know, some places, some setups, you know, in tighter city areas, they don't, um, you know, have that, have an option, but to do that. So if you really want to pull, just, I would get some contractor out there to, you know, check your waterproofing, mm -hmm. you know, make sure at least that you're preparing yourself to, um, you know, prevent anything that could possibly happen. Right. Um, another thing is, um, a lot of, uh, backyards are, um, you know, you got an uphill downhill situation, right? You know, it's always better if you can help it to place a pool uphill. Mm -hmm. um, there's hydrostatic pressure in the ground. A lot of people don't um, know that. So what hydrostatic pressure is, is when it rains, uh, the ground underneath the pool, you know, builds up pressure. Right. Um, there are hydrostatic valves inside the floor of your pool that most of the time are spring-loaded, um, sometimes not. Um, but, you know, that valve will open up if the pressure, and if you empty your pool, you sometimes you get groundwater coming through that because the pressure in the ground is more than the pressure in the pool. Right, and better better for the valve to open and let the water in than the pressure break the concrete. Right. Well, yeah. what ends up happening, and we've seen this before, it's it's very rare, but a whole entire concrete pool will lift out of the ground. I've seen it. You a can whole actually shell. look it up online. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Three, Absolutely. Three, four, five inches. It's crazy. Isn't and it? um, you know, if, if you're lucky, it'll go back down. But at that point, pipes are broken. Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, room for ground settlement gets created. Yeah. So um, you know, if you're uphill, you're not dealing with that as much. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so but if you're getting a pool renovated, um, you should always, if your pool's going to be empty for an extended period of time, more than a few weeks, mm -hmm. it would be recommended to pull those plugs out sometimes you yeah. have to pull them out even the spring-loaded ones can be faulty sure um you know so you, you just you don't want that issue because then you're getting into thousands of dollars for you know repairs and right. um so 
when you're winterizing your pool, a lot of people um, ask this question. They're like, you're going to empty my pool out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're going to drain it down about 18 inches where the frost line is around here. Yep. And But we need to keep weight in that pool for that mm-hmm. very reason. Mm-hmm. So, But um, back to your question. So uh, um, placing things uphill, you know, placing it is in reference to your house. That's mm-hmm. another thing. Um, electrically, when you're getting things installed, you know, make sure everything's up to code. Um, make sure that the company that you're with is pulling the proper permits. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to go sell your house later and then a good inspector comes in with the home inspection. Right. And he can find that you don't have uh, things to code. Right. That could in certain counties, uh, you know, um, I know Fairfax County for sure is a real big stickler on stuff like that. Right. And you don't want to get stuck with that. You know, right. um, sometimes when you buy a house, you're buying other people's problems. Right. So um, that would be one thing. Um I would and, I, also, and I would say electricity, sorry to interrupt you, but, but electricity and water, you know, you want to make sure. Yeah, you also want to make sure things are properly grounded, you know, yeah. uh, bonded. You don't, um, you know, that could be a huge issue. Um, mm-hmm. So I would really, um, you know, take all that into consideration. Um, another thing is just, you know, when you're getting your pool built, you know, if you're not getting all the features um, and maybe you want to get some later down the road, mm-hmm. talk to your home, bu- or your pool builder and, you know, tell them I may be interested in an automation system later that will operate things automatically. Right. I may be interested in putting a rock wall or waterfall on this pool later. Mm-hmm. You know, that design may get made may change a little to easily allow for that stuff later. Mm -hmm. But most of the time when you're getting a pool built, um, it's better to get all the features at once. It's going to be cheaper for you um, because they're not coming back in to redo something. They are doing it from scratch. So that's encouraged. A lot of pool builders right now in this industry, um, since COVID, remarkably, with people losing jobs and struggling with money, the demand for pool builds has skyrocketed. Right, because people have been trapped at home. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And, you know, a decent concrete pool build can be like $100,000, right, right. Um, So it is an expense. A lot of them will finance and work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you the major builders around here are booked out all the way through 2023. It's crazy. Um, They're just so stacked up. Um, I I get calls about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, again, it's something you got to plan for. Plan for carefully. Um, You know, talk to them about the stuff I mentioned. I think those are the main importance is the location Mm -hmm. of the pool, placement of it, um, if you have a hill, and also to, you know, prepare for the future if you want to add additional things. And if you could swing it, Go ahead and get it all installed um, at one time. That's great advice. That's great advice. Fantastic. So let's let's move on to the next. We got a couple more things we want to try to hit before we run out of time. So tell us, yeah, you've you've got a story you brought for us uh, today. Oh yeah, you asked me if I had any uh, entertaining stories. Yeah. um, Well, we do want to entertain the audience. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll. uh, Okay. I'll. um, I'll give you a, a, a two-for-one special here. So okay. um, I'll, I'll let you know a, a funny pool story and also let you know how I met my wife at the same time. Fantastic. Yeah, so um, I, I worked commercial pools for 10 years. Okay. Um, so and with commercial pools, you are, um, you are getting 
uh, a lot of companies are getting lifeguards from Eastern Europe primarily right. that come over and um, work on a J-1 work and travel visa through the State Department. Sure. Um, that's depleted a lot in the last couple of years, which has made commercial pools struggle a lot as well. Um, but anyways, so back in 2009, I met what would be my wife. She's from Ukraine. Right. And... Um, <clears throat> she came over and worked. She worked at this pool in Alexandria uh, for about three years. She eventually became the pool manager there. Mm-hmm. So um, I was her supervisor. So, you know, uh, we met on very unprofessional circumstances. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, I got a phone call one day um, from a, a kid that was probably 14, 15. He was a patron of the pool. Right. And he said, um, hey, uh, your, your lifeguard called me a douchebag. And, and there was two guards at this pool. So I had a 50, 50 chance. It was the the girl I was dating. So, um, I was like, uh, okay. I said, what did she look like? He described exactly my wife. Um, and I was like, "Uh, great. So I'm going to be stuck between the company I'm working with and the, the, the girl I'm dating. Right. So not a good position to be in. So I gave her a call and yeah. I said, um, you know, first I was kind of impressed, you know, like she's still learning English, you know, that's, that's a pretty advanced word. So right. <laughs> um, I end up uh, calling her on the phone and I said, hey, I just got a call here. Like, yeah. did you call a kid a douchebag? He goes, she, I absolutely did. He was being one. Yeah. And I said, you can't do that. <laughs> she goes, why not? It was the truth. I was like, that's not how it works here. I said, yeah. <laughs> uh, I said, what was he doing? She said he was, he was taking all the kids toys in the pool and, um, and the parents were complaining so i said hey douchebag get out of my pool you know you're done i took his pool pass and he's not coming back (laughs) and i was like you know you're gonna create a big problem for me here you know their parents are gonna call he's a minor this is gonna get out of hand yeah so anyway about a day later um I get a phone call from a random number and I answer it and um, it's the father of this kid. Right. And I'm just slapping myself in the forehead going, here we go. Yeah. And he said, hey, um, my child came home and said that your lifeguard uh, called my son a douchebag. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I heard about that. I said, I am very sorry, sir. I said, I apologize. Um, you know, they are from Eastern Europe. The culture is different. They're learning stuff here. That's part of the program. Right. Um, I've handled it. And he goes, no. He said, I don't want you to apologize. He said, my kid's always a douchebag. <laughs> and he said, I wanted to go over there and commend her for doing that because he needs to learn a lesson. Right. And, um, you know, I was like, man, there's still parents around that, you know, are teaching their kids discipline. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, it, it will end up working out in the end. But, uh, that is you funny. know, very nervous situation at the yeah. time. So, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that is uh, that that is great. So how long have you been married? Um, it'll be 12 years this September. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Fantastic. That's fantastic. So in, in wrapping up our conversation today, thank you for sharing that, by the way, it's a great story. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in wrapping up the conversation today, tell us a little bit about what makes your company great. You know, so this is kind of the part of the show where I want to give you the floor to, to, if there's folks listening that have a pool, maybe they're not happy with their pool service company. Uh, why should they call? your company and what are the benefits of, of using beltway pools well this is what i'll tell anybody um you know we um we'll never trash another competitor um it's um for us it's it's in bad taste it shows no class sure um you know we're all out there trying to make a living mm-hmm. um but 
I tell people that all pool companies pretty much do the same thing. They get materials from the same people. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to execute the job in mostly the same ways. Um, I think what separates pool companies primarily is the basic fundamental of customer service. Right. Um, you know, that's what's going to separate the good companies from the bad companies. Um, we are very big on customer service. Um, you know, every company has a mission statement. Um, mm -hmm. Our mission statement, at the end of our mission statement, it says we treat you like a neighbor, not a number. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we want to form personal relationships with people. You know, I want to know you on a first name basis. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when people call me and, you know, they say, uh, Hey Rob, you know, um, then that makes me feel good. I know I've established that connection. I know they know I'm in their corner. Right. They can call me for issues. Um, communication's another big one. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of people that'll run into issues and they, um, you know, they duck and hide from the customer until mm -hmm. they find out, you know, uh, you know, what the answer is. Just reach out to them, tell them what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, it may not be the most popular answer at the time, but trust me, you know, homeowners appreciate that you know give them an update even if the update is i have no update right you know um it definitely helps so um you know with that being said um i think you know our our, our slogan for our company is built with passion driven by integrity you know you got to be you know integrity to us is you know doing the right thing when nobody's looking you mm -hmm. know making sure that uh you know customers are taken care of not only because you want to make the money yeah that's why we're in business but you know to show them that you care you know um <clears throat> we have customers that fall on hardships you know everybody does or or you know they'll 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 suffer a loss in their family and mm -hmm. you know and we reach out to them like and, and not to even talk about pools just to say hey um, you know, how are you doing? Or, mm -hmm. or reach out to text someone to say, hey, happy birthday. Or, or you know, hey, uh, I saw on Facebook your kid graduated, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it is about the pools, but at least for me, um, if we were just focusing on the pools, uh, this job would get very boring, you know. Right, right. Um, well, and you wouldn't hold any position with any company for 15 years if you were – not about the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some out there that are strictly about the business, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with me, I, li I like to relate to the people. It, it, it makes me enjoy my job more. Um, you know, it, 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 uh, it gives me, you know, a rewarding experience at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I want to go to bed every night and know that I, I did the right thing by everybody. Yeah. You know, you, everybody makes mistakes, you know. Mm -hmm. Own up to it, you know, be forthcoming, be honest, um, communicate well with the customer and show them you care more of um, you, you care past their pocketbook, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. fantastic. Well, Rob Moore, thank you for coming in today. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Rob Moore with Beltway Pools. What's your website? Uh, we're at www.beltwaypools.com. Well, there you go. That's a winner. And your phone number, how can people reach you if they you, want to call? You can call us at 703-665-5333. It directs directly to my cell phone number, so you, you will talk to me directly. Dial the digits. Rob Moore, thank you for coming in. This concludes another episode of the Go With John Show. I'm John Jorgensen, and go out there and build something extraordinary.